I was going to say g'day boys and welcome to the coach and text, but it's g'day boy. We're, we are coachless tonight, Tex. How are you, mate? Two up, I'm well. Just you and me, a bit like the way we like it. Not by design, he's unwell, the coach. He's, he's well, is that right? Well. I think he's just going early on his um, sick leave, mate. Um, he had a clause in his contract, as you know, space out the episodes. We've spaced them out, and the fucker's not even turned up, mate. He's Let's exercising get... the clause, all right? Don't worry oh, about that. Oh, my goodness, mate. Um, see if you can um, refrain from moving around in that chair, because it's squeaking Sorry. Um, endlessly, mate. And we haven't oiled it here. What's that um, WD-40, mate? I haven't got any of that, mate. So we haven't fixed up the old barbecue chairs. It's just you and I, and we'll do our best to navigate oh. our way through. So it's... He what did... is it tonight? It's the... Turtle and Tex. Hey, it's Someone's Missing, mate, is our episode title tonight. But it's going to be plenty of fun. And Coach has passed on the cudgels to me to do um, Coach's Corner tonight. So mm. I've got a very special um, section on Richmond. Um, oh, you, I can't wait. Hey, I know, I know. You In our preparation meeting, you were very happy. That's something else that we were able to do this week because the coach is not here. We had a, a little pre-meeting meeting, mate. It was, it was fantastic. Pre-production meeting. That's it, mate. So it's been a few weeks, mate. What have you been doing? Oh, I've been watching my footy side win. Yes, mate. We Oof. can talk a little bit about that oh, later mate. on. That was a bit That was a bit scary on Friday night, mate. Especially the pre-game. No. Dirty yeah. Tech Centre, Junior Tech Centre. It was a Tech Centre for all, mate. Um, at the um at the pub before the tippler the game, was oh. it the tippler the tippler had a tipple at the tippler text at the tippler was a lot of trouble mate. three shirazes deep on the way in I was mm. hey um I tell you what I've been watching mm, I bet you have the Donald wow I woke <laughs> up this morning to catch the five twenty five weather and he was en route to NYC yes. in the Trump plane straight into Trump what Tower what a mate. disgrace that is hey? can you believe it. Can you believe it? I just think it's good entertainment, mate. Oh. This bloke's going to have another run at the at the presidency. And we'll walk in. We'll walk in. You'll be in jail, house. mate. No, you won't. Well, no, what's won't. the deal here? Like, can he get... Like, what, what happens? I mean, he's being arraigned, as, it, as well, I understand. Well... Um, he's, he's hearing tomorrow. So, come... Actually, by the time this actually hits the airwaves, this podcast... Um, this could be old news, mate. He'll be uh, indicted, I think is the legal term, tomorrow... About four a.m. Melbourne time. Mm. However, as someone out there will be able to correct me on this. Some person way back in the early nineteen hundreds ran for presidency from his jail cell. So, yeah, it's, except it's two thousand and twenty. It, it won't happen, mate. It's, it's, it, it, Americans can't be that dumb. But what it is, it's the greatest campaign ever. I reckon will be funded for him by the state because they're giving him free publicity. They're going to give him air time. I think they're going to try and gag him tomorrow. How'd that go? Imagine trying to gag the Don. They're going to I try think that was say, one of the games he wanted to play with Stormy, actually. He liked being gagged. I think it was a Storm in a teacup, mate, is what it was. I think mm. there was... No, so he's, he's paid her hush money. That's what's happened. I've got a little more to say on that later on. Oh, right, okay. But so it, it's mate. compelling. It'll be compulsive viewing. Um... But yeah, it's been a big week, big week on the business front, mate. It has, mate. A little quite bit going sad. on there. It... Quite sad there, mate. Um, mm. Porter Davis, um, who um, who obviously had a few few problems last week into liquidation. Um, so thoughts go out to all the customers and staff and and the tradies. Actually, a few of the tradies have become vigilantes, mate. Have you seen they've started um, burning a few of the joints? Well, it's just another example of human behaviour going off the rails. But there is a lesson, a life lesson to be gained from this. Mm. 
And I would say that is it's not all about volume. It's not all about revenue. It's not all about turnover. It's not all about ego and status. At the end of the day, you've got to put a little bit of coin in the bank. And they found out that they didn't have enough. And so when you don't have enough, you've got to call it in. <laughs> but it won't be the last. There you go. Well, no, another one. Who was it? Lloyd. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, he, he also, he or she also fell over. So that's um, no good for the building industry, mate. We're, we're going into some, I see today, I mean, not that we're an economic show or anything, but the Reserve Bank held fire for, for another month. Oh, did they? Haven't yes, caught they up did. on that. No, oh, no, well, that'll they just get everyone up, up and about. No. Um, what was that guy's name who used to do the, the economics report on the, on the news? Um, Alan Kohler. No, no. Oh, he's one. No, we're drinking some of that tonight, mate. No, 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 no not Coke. Um, Coke? Which no, channel? the other guy. Um, Which channel? I think he might have been on channel. Was it, no, the political commentator was Paul Bongiorno, <laughs> but no, 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 it was... Um, and Peter Hall. No, no, it was, was an, yeah, no, yeah, no, it was an economics commentator. I forget the guy that they used to, to get in. and I know that it was the, the old Macedonian, Tom Petrovsky, used to do yeah, the, um, the finance report that from Comsec, used to sponsor that on the Some guy does it from Barrel, or used to, just recently. Well, I don't watch the news anymore, Tex. Mm. I'm addicted to it. Hey, I'll tell you what's happening, though, and it started on the weekend. I did. Did you see? I did at Hamilton. They were at Hamilton. They were. The prep is underway. Oh, it was. And the trickster. Uh, just doing pre-season. Loosening up, up the vocal cords. Just a couple of jumps races on the weekend. Did you see the jockey go over into straight in one of the races? No, nope, I didn't. Um, For so those that don't know what we're talking about, the jump season is upon us and we are weeks away. From our live, our, our annual sojourn up to up to the bull. Down um, the highway we go. Oh, mate. And we've got guests lining up who want to um, be a part of that episode. Sadly, we do. Sadly, there's <laughs> people who want to be a part of it. But it, I can't wait to get down there on the heavy 10 and lug the 70 kilos around over the jumps that are taller than me. <laughs> Compulsive viewing. It is, mate. And, and listening. He, he is warming up, though, the trickster. And he started pumping up the fact that um, um, it's, it's only weeks away. Oh, and so he should. Mm. It'd be sold out. I'll tell you what else was sold out. The accommodation, mate. You got our accommodation booked. Yeah, I've moved on. We from found that. the fun house. Did you see what oh. was on in Melbourne? Just gone. The weekend just gone. The Grand Prix. That, that is one big event, mate. Yeah, I missed it somehow, mate. What have you done? Walked around with your eyes closed and ears shut for four days. Well, actually, you know that's funny. I didn't actually hear it this year. Normally, and you know, I'm not that far from the CBD. No. Um, but um, didn't hear it. Well, they've actually, without getting technical, they've quietened down the engines over the last couple. Have of they? Years. Yeah, no, truly, they have. Um, in fact, I did speak to someone who you know who lives in the Middle Park area, and he said that the windows don't shutter anymore. So even if you live in the area, you're not being inconvenienced by the noise. Like the squeaking chair tonight, mate. 440,000 people attended that. Um, mm. It is a massive event, and yeah. it's appealing to the non-male I'm audience. I'm about as interested in that as I was in the Compulsive, you mate. I, I did not leave the couch on Sunday. But you went, didn't you? Friday. What, a, what an anti-climax. Apparently they had the um the snooze car in front of them for the final lap, yeah, which you're not allowed did. to overtake, so everyone knew a lap out who was going to win. Yeah, that was... But it, but they got the right result, unlike some things in the AFL where they didn't get the right result. Well, Fox they ended on Friday up, night. They ended up getting the right result. But the, the one, two, three, those drivers who ended up on that podium deserve to be there. There's some other big sports, though, that are happening around all the Masters, one of my, which Easter. is absolutely... Would be on my bucket list, mate. I'd love to go to go to the Masters at Augusta. Yes. Um, did you? Did, that is the only thing I'd say about that event 
is it's so scripted. I heard from a reliable source on Saturday night, they've put ice, they've applied ice on the flowers, the azaleas, I think they are. They've put ice on them to stop them from growing too much over the next few days. So they, they script everything to... But that's okay. It is it. absolutely beautiful, mate. Nah. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to be there and see it? I'd rather, I'd rather walk down the 18th at St Andrews at the British Open, but that's just me. Okay. Fair enough. But no, you, you'll get up and have a look, will you? I'm not sure about getting up, um, but the time difference isn't too bad um, with the US. So um, if they're in the afternoon, um, the so Monday morning... Monday morning will be the last round. Yeah, the end of the last round, so it should be okay on the East Coast. So um, that will work out about perfectly. Speculative investment? No, it'll be interesting to see how those blokes who've who've joined the Live Tour um, get responded to um, by the other one. Apparently there's a bit of tension in the ranks, so uh, imagine that, mate. They'll be throwing all those well-crafted sandwiches at the buffet (laughs) Um, lucky, um, lucky, our, our mate um, Flynn's not not anywhere near there, mate. He might have destroyed the buffet at the um at, at Augusta. It, it's a massive event, the Masters, isn't it? One yeah, of it is. four majors, and I just what's caught my eye is um Scotty Scheffler, his favourite at seven fifty. Well, maybe Cam we Smith. could use one of those bonus bets that Shane was um chasing us down until about midnight last night. Quick, there's a ten dollar bonus bet. We don't want it runs out at eight a.m. in the morning. He was worse than you, mate. I, I could see the nervous. Um, shaking the, the old hands there, mate. For those that are interested, Cam Smith, that rough and gruff, bogany-looking Australian who can hit a ball, is at nineteen dollars. So he's the guy who's joined the Live Tour. Yeah, correct. McElroy on the second line of betting at eight. That's so, hey, I know. Look, I know you're not a big fan of of US sports, but are you familiar with the term March Madness? Is that the trade kind of period? No. Oh. it's. It's the college basketball no. culmination from all the different parts. The the top seeded teams get into one tournament and it's knockout all the way through. I think it's thirty two they start with sixty four or thirty two, uh, and men's and women's. Anyway, the women's one, they played the final yesterday. The men's were today, so the um, the Huskies um, won today in the men's. But yesterday, LSU Louisiana State University won yesterday. But there was a lady who played for Iowa. A lady by the name of Caitlin Clark, and she's been getting a fair bit of exposure on social media because so a young um, white lady who's like and like all of them, it was so good in terms of like women's sport. Um, what, the competitive... What's the point of this story, mate? A white woman did what? No, no, I'm just saying she was she's considered to be a bit of a phenom coming out of the the college system, mm. but her team ended up losing. And then a couple of it started the whole race debate again. What's acceptable behaviour? Um, that w- so she was squawking a bit. Um, the white to, girl. Yep. To the black players. No, no, just in general. Yeah. Right. And then a couple of of the females on the LSU team who were um, black. Yes. Yeah. Um, Why don't you just say that? You look like you're uncomfortable. No, no, I'm not. The white squawker was engaged with the black opposition. African-American um, lady from LSU. Yes. And they were right in their face about ultimately losing, right? Yep. And it started a massive social discussion. Uh, about? About race and right. what's acceptable, not only between blacks and whites, but also how mu- females are, are perceived when they're actually doing the sledging. And hang on, this is not... It was just, I think it's fantastic for female sport. Well, anyway. I'll have to catch up on my reading with that. Please do, mate. Please do. Have we got time to just talk about maths, mate? Oh, I feel content. Do you? That it's mm. finished? No. That Claire and Brody, Rundy, whatever his real yeah, name is, 
Well, I saw a hand on the knee and it looked like they were... Well, she's going to Perth, mate. Yeah, well, it looks like he was going to probably plant her and they'll live happily ever after. That's what it looked to me. So you watched the last episode? I, last it night. caught my eye last night. I saw some girl ranting and raving and carrying on. The Mormon? Um, the one who had a son. Yes. She was crying and not, not yeah. a nice person yeah. she said he was, but... Ended up apologising. Well, he? what was good, mate? Who hit the cutting room floor? Old Harry. Harry the Builder. Um, who was um, a bit of a megalomaniac um, there throughout the course of the season. So uh, Shana sent me a few snippets to talk about tonight about um, maths. And Survivor, King George, ended up being um, voted out on the penultimate night. Um, oh, is that right? And, and Liz Parnoff ended up winning. She's the, the pole vaulting Olympian. I'll take your word for it. Mm. What about the other one you missed? I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. No, no, I wanted to talk about 60 Minutes, but you've told me that's part of your session later on. We'll cover that later on. on. Have a guess who's in that I'm a, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Um, the bloke from Footscray. The redhead who won the brown loaf, the Cheezels. Oh, Adam Cooney? Yep. Yeah, but I'll tell you who's in it, and I don't like her. I've got a great dislike for her. That fraudulent, selfish Kerry-Ann Kennelly. Oh, is she on? Watch her with interest, mate. Mm. Oh, text. <laughs> Shall we get into some footy stuff? Let's do it. Now, mate, there's a lot going on already. Uh, we, we, we spoke about it in the last segment. You wanted to talk a lot about it. You're magpies, mate. Um, so there's a number no, I didn't. Of I didn't want to talk about early it. season observation. You said it has to be on the list, and we are the clear premiership favourites. Well, that's what your text message said. That's not uh, true. On Friday night, oh mate, and after leading all night, you waited until the twenty nine minute and fifty eight second mark before you, you you sent a sledging remark. I thought it was um, the scoreline flattered Richmond and Collingwood are travelling well. But just remember, we're only in round three. Mm. We do this every year. Were you impressed with the Tigers, mate? No. Considering uh, we had so many missing? No, no, no. I think there's big trouble there. But (laughs) no, I do. I really do. I really do. Oh, you're ridiculous. I I, I would say, I would say that Trent Cotchin, it's very, very obvious to me now that the game has, has, not is passing him, has passed him. No, seriously, there was a... In the last quarter, where you were kind of threatening, um, he just has no second efforts anymore. So he's spent, and he's entitled to be because he's ageing and he's slowing down, but how he gets a game in the first 18 there, I'll be very interested to see how many games he plays this year. They'll probably mask it by saying he's sore and they rest him, but I just wonder whether his form actually holds up for him to be in your best side. I mean, that's He'd be in our top five in the first three games. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's Going okay, mate. Uh, I'm, Going I'm, okay. I'm not sure Collingwood are deserved premiership favourites, by the way, but uh, clearly that's what I think that's. You got to you got to name someone, and at the moment, Melbourne. The, I'll tell Melbourne you what. For me. What you'd be concerned about if you're Collingwood, mate, is you not is you don't want to be playing your best footy now. No, but I think for Collingwood and others, and we need to talk about others. When you start the season the way they have, it's now about just banking some wins because you're going to hit that flat spot. So, the current top. Four or five are probably about continuing to bank wins, and then it becomes uh, the next month is hugely important because I think in about come the end of April you'd typically rule the line about four or five sides. Well, there's two, two or three in the top eight that won't make it anyway. Won't make the eight. Yeah, Essendon won't make the eight. 
Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. Yeah. Who and else North, is in North there? Melbourne's in there. Yeah, so they won't make the eight. No. Uh, I don't think Richmond will make the eight. Yeah, we'll make the eight. And I'm not convinced Carlton will make the eight either. No, I right? think they'll make the eight. Mm. And outside They'll be the undefeated eight? in the next time we do an episode, mate. They're undefeated at the moment, mm. and they'll remain undefeated. I don't, I'm not sure St Kilda will make the eight. Although there's probably a chance now with that coach. He, he's made all the difference. Well, so I'm, it's a good segue into talking a little bit about <coughs> game plans and um, any observations you're seeing around style of play. I mean, this is where you need need the coach to have pulled out all of his um, stats that he's... Well, that he would have done with his research. I, I can talk, I think, with some level of confidence around St Kilda, Collingwood and Melbourne. You know, Collingwood's playing that, um, go through the corridor, attacking footy. What I did like about Collingwood recently is they've been able to kind of quicken the game up and slow it down. So they look like a mature footy side with a mature game plan that continues to evolve. That's my take Does on Does the game plan look familiar to anything you've seen before? No, not the way they do it. No, right, okay. no, no. I wouldn't say that they've learnt from anyone. I think they've carved out their own game plan under the, under the guiding principles overseen by Fly. <laughs> St Kilda, <laughs> St Kilda though, St Kilda, um, who deserve complete credit. I mean, anyone they've vindicated already appointing Ross Lyon and sacking Brett. Rowan. Remember, they were eight three at this stage. Yeah, well, I know. Not at this stage, in the middle of the year last year, when they yep. made the decision to re-sign him. And, and you can argue that perhaps they beat Frio in Melbourne. And they beat, um, uh, who did they beat in round two? They beat Essendon. Essendon. No. no, no, they beat Essendon last week. Um, in round two, they beat the Bulldogs. So they beat Fremantle in Melbourne, the Bulldogs. Bulldogs is a really Bulldogs good win. Bulldogs a good win. Frio, you kind of go, probably should beat Frio in Melbourne, but they're undercooked. Um, what I like about them is good old-fashioned Ross Lyon, defence first, kick it wide, go backwards, go sideways, go long down the line or towards the line. Um, and defend, defend, defend. So they're great. They haven't kicked big scores in the games they've won, but you'd be wrapped if you're a St Kilda supporter, and they should go four zip. Well, we know one who's very happy, and, well, he, and he's been pressurising you every time at the gym every morning. Mate, he specifically he? asked me this morning, when are you recording your next podcast? Now, how about, not, you, how about is, you pay some attention to this, St Kilda? This is not tweeters of the week, mate. So we've given them about 30 seconds, and that's about all they're going to get, mate. Is it? I'm happy for St Kilda. They're bound to let you down. We've got to give credit where it's due. Hey, that's enough. You've um, done enough. Big stage, delivered on an anniversary game, celebrating a milestone, and rec- or I think I got this right, record home and away crowd for St Kilda, Ross Lyon, at the MCG, yes, yeah. 69,000, okay. wow. Good on them. That's good. Hope they go well. That's they good. go 4-0 so, this so, um, so the question is, uh, don't be too sure about that. Um, the question is, is Mason Wood being your best player sustainable? Uh, for St Kilda? Yes. No, probably not. No, okay. No, no. But I think that's Thank the beauty. That. But that's, that's the beauty. What, so what about game just... styles have you noticed? Hey? What have you noticed in terms of game style? Well, I am, I am doing a piece on that in the, in the coaches segment today, right? right. Uh, but clearly, um, the pace at which teams are, are moving the ball yeah. um, is obviously... It's far more attacking. Mm. Uh, so we're seeing a lot more of that. Having said that, there have been a few also... Um, um, quieter games um, in terms of lower scoring. Well, there's some horrible games of footy, wasn't there? Like, I don't know, I didn't. The, the uh, Giants and Carlton game on the weekend, was that played in heavy conditions? I think so. It was like similar to the conditions that oh, Rose Hill or Randwick shocking. just dumped the road, mate. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was wet up there too, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. But you've yeah. seen some poor games. Um, what about North Melbourne? What about them? Well,. They've surprised me. I didn't think they could beat time with a stick, but they, they went two zip. 
and Hawthorne are horrible, and then got the chocolates down well, there in Tassie. Their win against Freo was was admirable. Um, they had West Coast in the first week here, so that was always a 50-50 chance they'd, they'd win. And Hawthorne are a better team than North, uh, and they and they proved it, even with their complete rebuild going on. So what happens, I know you don't like to preview early, what happens on Easter Monday? What's Easter Monday? Hawthorne, you, and Hawthorne and Geelong, who could potentially go 0-4. Well, I don't want to brag about the fact that I tipped it, mate, but I tipped it. You did? I did, right? They'd, they'd be big sliders. I, even I don't think they're, they're going to be as big a slide as what they... I didn't think they'd be as big a slide as what, what's happening at the moment, so... Mm. It's a massive game for Geelong. Right? They'll, they'll beat Hawthorne. Oh, mm. I'm pretty sure they'll beat Hawthorne. Um, well, for those Cats fans So apart there, from them, who else is disappointing you, mate? Because it's a pretty even season. Because, I mean, there's one team that hasn't won, and that's last year's reigning premier. So they'll probably win this week. So after four rounds, everyone would have won a game. I think it's too early to call who's disappointed because I, Gold Coast winning on the weekend, I would have gone hard at them and gone, well, I would have expected them to be zero and three. But they should have beaten Essendon, mate. They, were, um, they, they stuffed around and missed out some opportunities on beating Essendon. I think you'll find Essendon will fall away, mate. Port Adelaide are probably the team that have disappointed me. I would have been true to form, mate. Yeah, you were all over that too. Mate. Front runners. And Freo? Freo, another, another lot, mate. They, well, their game style, I mean, okay, they beat. Um, West Coast, who had just about six... I mean, I think... Um, what's his name? was going to get changed and run onto the ground at one point. Adam Simpson. Yeah, he well, went down to the bench and there was no one there. They were all in the rooms. That's Concussion all my bucket protocol. list, you know. What's that? A derby. Is it? Oh, yeah. Sandgraper would have a view on that, actually. I must ask him. I'm heading yeah, there. Please do that. I've got that's more good. on that. I'm heading yeah, there no, soon. That's good. That's good. Um, oh, it's no, a bit mate. too early to tell who's... No, Brisbane are disappointing. Oh. They shouldn't have beaten. They should have beaten Port Adelaide in round one, and that that loss against the Bulldogs. There's no. I mean, I think they probably. I mean, even though they played it at home, you would have thought that game where the lights went out, it was fifty fifty against Melbourne. Yeah. Um. So how do you explain that? And and Melbourne have crunched the Bulldogs, who look like they're going to be just okay, um, and did really well against Sydney. So Melbourne are up and about. So that's no big surprise, um, in terms of. Output and performance. Well, big game but for Brisbane, Brisbane this Brisbane, week. Yeah, big game this week. It's the sort of game that they're likely to yeah. um, um, to potentially win, right? They're a much better side at home, as you know. Uh, I tell you who well, I would. Lockie Neal's also been um, not up to up to the level that he's been. As for some of those other blokes playing for them in their forward line, um, Charlie Cameron, um, Joe Danaher, Zach Bailey. Zach Bailey's been in, in, um, impacted by the fact that um, that bloke from um, Footscray who's come up there. Um, Dunkley, mm. um, he's getting more midfield forward time, and Zach Bailey's being played permanently forward, um, whereas he was a mid forward um, previously. There's a massive game this week. I don't think it's too early to call Sydney and Port Adelaide at the SCG a big game. For like, who? Well, both sides. That's that's a bad <laughs> loss for Sydney on the weekend. Back at the MCG, belted by a good side, but starts to play with their head a bit. I think the MCG now. No, I don't know about that, mate. I mean, um, they've had a good run against Melbourne, and Melbourne have um, clearly they're up for it. Um, so between yourselves, Melbourne, and I still reckon Carlton um, are the teams that are um, are really up and about early, and then there'll be others who'll who'll build into the season. I mean, that's been our modus operandi ever since two thousand and eighteen. Um, um, is building into the season, so I, I expect a similar thing. So I'm not sure that. That that's as big a issue. I don't know what Freo will do now. Who have they got this week, mate? 
Frio have got uh, Adelaide and Adelaide. Ooh, see, so to me, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Either one of those two teams can go two and two. So Adelaide has started off well. So I think they're, they're a team that, um, not so the opposite of disappointing, they've been, they've been really good. But injuries are also playing probably a big part, mate. I mean... Are they, or do we well, just Max, overplay no, injuries? No, no, I mean, for big, I mean, bloody that horrific injury for Jeremy Howe mm. in round one. That was bad. Ma- uh, Max Gorn was unlucky. Yeah. Uh, sorry, lucky that it's probably nothing more serious. And what's the bloke, uh, the, the other Ruckman... Um, from um, Darcy Cameron, Dopey Darce, um <laughs> has done his knee as well now, mate. So I think um, they're thinking of playing Johnson and lucky you picked up that bloke for... McStay. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll get to ruck up there. Lucky, lucky you came to Collingwood, mate, because um, um, you're going to need some blokes like that to, to, you know, now that... Who would have thought Mason Cox would be so, so important? Well, he's in the Collingwood's best side. I just encourage everyone to keep their powder dry for three more weeks. When we're sitting here in round six, it might look very, very different. We Recency bias, you call it. We yes. go early with some things. So what are you looking at um, and, and forward to over the next few weeks? There's some, um, we, we did, you, spoke, you thought this week the pivotal game was Sydney and Port Adelaide. I do. I reckon cause... the Brisbane Collingwood, mate. Yeah. Particularly for Brisbane, they they could go one and three, mate. Yeah, they could, and then and they've already had one two and three is not a disaster. Zero and fours are well. It is for a team that's got sights on top four. Yeah, that's true. You start to reset your expectation. I'm actually looking forward to, um, the get the week after this weekend when everyone goes to Adelaide, gets on the the gather round, the gather round. That that's it'll huge. be interesting to see what happens. Oh, did you so see all that the there's shows are going for um, a plane? A trip yeah. on the plane? Yeah, they've done that before. I didn't know that. Uh, old Hutchie's <coughs> mob, mate. Maccas are taking a plane over? Yeah. You can um, go over with um, with old mate Dave Tag. Dave, Dave Taggart. Is that his name? Taggart? The, Tags. Um, Tags. Yeah. Well, he's well, Taggart, isn't it? Dave yeah, Taggart. Dave Taggart. Yeah. So that's um big game over there. You know, the biggest game over there. Richmond, could, Sydney. Well, that is big. Collingwood, St Kilda? Collingwood, St Kilda could... Could be. Well, it's the final game of the round on could, Sunday night. Could be, with a little bit of luck, both going in undefeated to that game, if they both win this week. Well, I actually think the, the Gold Coast are a chance to knock St Kilda off. Just, we don't gamble responsibly, for those that like it. You, mm. you can have any bet you want with me. The Gold Coast won't get anywhere near St Kilda this week. Okay. How many goals in do you want to get? None. Oh, you said they won't get anywhere near They just near won't. Right, okay. Once again, just walking back from it, mate. What about Anzac Day? That'll be a bit of a fizzer. Oh, I know. That'll be... It's always a great event. Eight acres against um, Fly? It's... <laughs> Old teammates? I am looking forward. That's a great day on the calendar. I think they've made it a bit of an event. They've got the game the night before, the Anzac Eve game at the G, where Arnie Joy will kick things off, I suppose, in a fluffy jacket. Um, I'm sure, mate. But that's That's huge. There's what? only the one game. Am I, I'm not dreaming it. There, there was there was at times more than one game on Anzac Day. I think they played a game over in New Zealand once. I think it was Carlton St Kilda. Yeah, I reckon memory. there was a few years ago. There's a, isn't there an evening game? No, there's not. That's what I was looking at. Was that on Anzac Day? Well, there's an there's evening only game in WA. Game. Yeah, I thought there was, but there's not this year. Um, what, on either Anzac Day or... Well, no. there's the big Anzac Eve game now, the traditional... Blockbuster between Richard and Melbourne. But that's it. It's been going on for three years. That's it. I think they. it's weird to work out. They've got one Friday night, three Saturday. Three they've got Sunday. to start pulling some crowds, don't they, Melbourne? They are a bunch of pretenders. Oh, it was re- How many did they get on the weekend up against the Grand Prix? It looked okay. They were loud. 
Always sounds. They'll like be that. all right. They'll be. They'll. They'll. They'll get their gear out and go to the footy while Melbourne are winning. Then Who's they'll retreat that? to the snow. The Melbourne supporters. Oh, okay. They'll hang in while they're there. I'm looking forward to um, gather round. I think that's a great concept, and I hope that it, it proves the concept where they do it again. Well, let, let's Perth. see how many South Australians turn up to the other games there, mate. That'll that'll tell the you, tale. You'll have a lot of Melbournians going over there in the school holidays for sure. Are you going over text? No. Right. Okay. All right. Carry on, mate. Watch out, mate. I think the turtle's coming into the cage. Morwood. A chance here for Collingwood. Shane Morwood puts it back. Oh, magnificent goal by Morwood. And stop the presses. The coach is not here. Scratch that. But who is here? A, a turtle the is turtle here. The turtle has waddled in, mate. Are you coaching from the coach's box or are you down on the boundary line? I'm all over the place, mate. I'm in admin. I'm down on the ground. A I'm jack of box. all trades. Somewhat. Uh, but just to pump myself up for this, I did actually ring the coach to, to get some inspiration. He said, listen, don't prepare. Um, ask for time off. Um, so I went, in the, I went in the bathroom, looked in the mirror and did all of that. And, and here I am, Tex. And I want to talk about something that's very close to my heart. And I know you support me um, having a conversation around this today. But I actually wanted to raise the impact that Richmond has been having on the AFL over the last five or six years. Let's call it the Richmond effect, Tex. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I want to start with after they, they rose to prominence in 2017 and won the flag, obviously looked like they were going to repeat in 2018 until that idiot Cox played out of his skin and wrecked our whole season. But, if anything, built the resolve amongst that team um, and played with the sort of game style that was the envy of the competition. And it started with old mate Hocking um, deciding, I've got to find a way to disassemble what this club's doing. And so they brought in all these other rules. So that's the first effect was the AFL started playing around with the rules. Because of Richmond, you think? The stand rule, Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. In the meantime, um, other teams started to take notice, namely Melbourne initially, okay? And they rose to prominence in 21 and won the flag. How and did they, they copy Richmond? Hey, well, if they... you go and have a look at the, the style of, of a defence first, forward handball, the, the mid-forward role that everyone talks about, the dusty role that every team now talks about, oh, this is our version of the dusty role. Collingwood bang on about it with the goey. Um, the um the other teams um raise raise the same issue in in um in their in their clubs talking about Stringer was supposed to be doing it at Essendon a few years back, um this this so called mid mid forward role um that all came about because of the coaching mastery of of Damien Hardwick mate, and because he doesn't help himself I I accept that right, um he's not as polished a media performer as some of the other coaches, he arcs up about stuff he wears his heart in his sleeve. Um, but the amount of stuff that, that he's introduced, and now there are disciples of his that are that are coaching at, at teams, starting with your football club, mate. McRae. Um, McRae and Lepich. Yeah. So he was the guy who who invited Lepich with open arms back in 2017, and Lepich was a great um, assistant coach. So was Craig McRae. And Craig McRae's taken that and, and then added his own um, sense of individual um, characteristics into building his team. Um, so he, he's example number one. Um, um, you've got the bloke for GWS now, Adam Kingsley, Kingsley? another one of um, um, Dimmer's disciples who, who's got a gig. 
So we're starting to see, A, it was happening when Clarkson was there, but they don't want to give that, that same rap to, to someone like Hardwick. He ain't as sexy as some of the other blokes that have gone ahead of him, mate. And, and we're still relevant, and we will be again um, throughout this, this season. So no one else, and he coached his 300th game. There's only about 10 blokes who've coached the one club 300 times or more. And Hardwick's one of them, mate. So he deserves he deserves a little bit. So hence, why um, under the whole theme of the coach, I thought I'd um I'd um I'd pay tribute to to Damian Hardwick after his three hundredth game and some of the things that are happening as a result of um, what he's brought and introduced to the game. The forward handball, the um the 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 power forward role that we were talking about in terms of the use of Dustin Martin, amongst other things. Um, the the short ruckman, um, Sean Grigg. That was back in two thousand and seventeen. Marlon Pickett last weekend, mate. He was jumping all over, all over your second ruckman, um, on Friday night. Didn't help us much, but anyway, that's a that's a different story, Tex. If anyone is still listening to this after that, oh, I know you, you actually you know believe who is listening. You actually the believe, Sam Groper, He's still listening. You, he thought we were going to have a whole section on St Kilda. You actually oh, believe all that, don't you? Right. You actually genuinely it's believe. Factual, mate. Well, what's not factual about it? Right, I just... I oh, come on, mate. Were you listening? Well, I think... Or were you doing research for your next segment? No, I think the competition's bigger than Richmond. It is. I'm not saying that. I'm and not I'm not sure that Damien Hardwick, over the last 10 years... Last has six. It, last six. I'm not sure. I think people like um, Six Acres and Longmire have had as big... Well, Longmire hasn't won anything, mate. Yeah, I know, season. but I like, it's not just about... So he's only Well, it is. It is. Mm. Well, that's so riveting. Not, that was riveting, mate. That was, mate. This is, hasn't even gone live, and the coach is already texting me. I um, <laughs> I, I can only hope for the future of this segment that the coach returns. But well done. It's a great effort. And if if you were in I've the athletics first, carnival, mate. you'd get the participation. I've gone first because you're up next, mate. So uh, we might just wash over this segment. No, no, we shouldn't do that. Just Come something on, for you. Something for you. Right. In, in your given that you are. At this point in the season, yes. to your eye, yes. which coach is most under the pump in the next fortnight? Hinkley. Okay. And which coach do you think has, you just go, what a great three weeks? May not be three wins, but but he's just, everything's just polished. Oh, and, no, you'd have to say Ross Lyon. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Ross Lyon, closely followed by your bloke, mate. McLean. I told you, mate, when he got appointed, uh, another one that I got right. Um, it's easy when you're Humble winning. Humble and hungry, mate. It's easy He's when you're winning. Thing. Easy when you're winning. Well, well done, been, mate. He's been doing that for 25 weeks well, now. Well done. Know. That was riveting. And um, <laughs> I think what I took away from that is I can't wait for the real coach to come back. <laughs> well, I think he's, he's looking for long service leave, mate. That's the problem. Thank you very much. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is. A couple of things have got on my goat this week. Mm. Um, one carries over from a conversation we started in the past, but if I can be a little self-fulfilling. Self-fulfilling? I did say to you that I was worried about bringing in four umpires. Can you believe the 
inconsistency that we're seeing. No greater example than the descent fiasco that we saw on the weekend with the GWS Carlton mm. game. But it was actually worse than that. The AFL can't have it both ways. When there was a controversial free kick in um, the Fremantle-North Melbourne game about whether the ball had crossed the line or not before the siren, happened on a Sunday. I think the AFL came out on a Sunday and said, the umpire got it right and we backed the umpire in and here's why and everybody moved on. But, but it still got picked up on the Monday night shows. Yeah, but it was a quick response from the AFL. Mm-hmm. Unlike this week when there was that descent rule where within the same game there was different degrees of descent where arms were thrown out and some were paid and some didn't. And sadly, Dan Richardson, who's never umpired a game of football in his life but has come out as the voice of umpiring, comes out and says, almost legitimised the response and said it was actually okay for one umpire to pay that free kick and another umpire to pay another one because people react differently. That is not what umpiring's about. And... The fact that he fronted the media, only the AFL media, only the AFL media were able to ask questions. He didn't throw himself out there. I thought made us a little bit exposed as a game. And the umpiring fraternity have got to be better than that. You've got to be clear about what dissent is and be consistent with it. If you throw your arms out or point to the scoreboard, you either accept it everywhere or you don't accept it at all. But it was a really poor result and it actually highlighted the problems we had with four umpires because... Well, what's that got to do? With, what's that actually got to do with the four umpires? So you've got four people who are now going to interpret what dissent is. You've got four people who are going to interpret what holding the ball is. You're going to have four people who potentially can't bounce the footy. So my point is, do you have a view on the bouncing of the footy? Yeah, I think as now that they've gone the four umpires, you can't keep it because you unless either do away with it completely, which is what the waffles done. Yeah, I see the waffles just said we're not doing it anymore. Or you keep it and you just make it that the only one who can bounce, bounces the footy. But at the MCG, when they've relayed the turf, it's actually harder to bounce on. So even the best bouncers are struggling. But the reality is it's a skill and you've got nine extra blokes running around at the highest level this this year than you did last year. And some of them just can't bounce. So I think fans get really frustrated when a bounce gets recalled. Either bounce it and let a shit bounce be a shit bounce or just take it out. Just remove it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd rather see it come out. So I think four umpires is really starting to become annoying and that problem's going to get bigger. Well, I'm the, the interesting thing about the four umpires, if I may, is how did Collingwood bribe four of them instead of three to, on Friday night, mate? Tex, carry on. Um, the AFL CEO, I don't know how many times. I, what is going on there? No one can explain to me where that search is at, whether they're actually getting any closer. It's just unbelievable. Aren't they going to announce it after Gather Round? Oh, I don't know. That's news to me. But I've never seen an executive search ever go so long. I just don't see what's taking so long. Um, But if I was having a bet, I I still reckon that um, her name escapes me now. Kylie Rogers. I think she's, she's... if she had balls, she'd be balls deep in the process. I think she's a real genuine chance. Donald Trump. Well, what does she do at the moment? Uh, senior role of communications and like pretty senior role within the exec team. What's, at the, the, what's the lady's name at um, the president at the Bulldogs? Is it her name, Kylie Rogers? Oh, have I got it wrong? I thought Kylie Rogers was oh, the... Oh, don't I tell me I've got mate. that wrong. No, maybe I've got that wrong. Um... No, I think it's Kylie Rogers, okay. the lady that I'm thinking of. She's front of the media for Gill when Gill's been yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Um, Donald Trump. 
I mean, it's, this, this is just becoming laughable. But what's annoying me is that people just have him absolutely locked up and they say he's a lunatic. He'd be, he'd be one of the smartest people on this planet, the way he has millions and millions of people who support him. He is just... The way they are pigeonholing that bloke, it's a bit like George Powell all over again. Daisy Pierce, goodness me. Daisy, make a decision. Commentate or coach. You can't do both. You shouldn't be expected to do both. I 100% agree with the Richmond Footy Club to preclude her from their rooms, as most footy clubs should do. I don't think you can have it both ways, so that's a problem. Was it Brisbane who also said she couldn't go in there? There's well, they might have, but, but I know that... Um, the Bulldogs have said it's okay if she goes in. Nah. And, and, or Brisbane have said, or did Collingwood say, that, I think Brisbane said it's okay if she can go in. I just don't know why anyone would compromise themselves like that. Um, babies. <laughs> I was waiting for this one. I mean, 60 minutes, mate. If you have not seen I spent 60 seconds on that, mate. Crazy. This is people who that say, is. a baby's born and we let the baby be who the baby wants to be until the baby decides. I've never seen... In fact, I regret watching the whole show, but that which, is... Just, which 60 Minutes reporter did the hard-hitting interview? Um, she's actually a quite a good journo. I forget her name now. Um, she's so, a real Obviously quality. not one of the ones who's been... Uh, no, she's a real... Been around for a while. Pro, she's a real... She's the US correspondent. She's a really... She's a real good journo. Um, okay. She did a great job. I think she sat there gobsmacked by some of the answers she got. Mm. And can you believe this? In this day and age, Alistair Clarkson made a great point. We've separated where teams leave the arena because we fear that if they walk down towards the same race that things could escalate and get out of control, yet we continue to ask players to share a plane oh, on the way to a game back. That is the dumbest thing Right. Well, if you're a hothead like Clarkson, no wonder. In the cut and thrust of... It's about three hours after the game and they're on the plane. It doesn't matter, mate. Oh. You are playing with fire. Well, if you lock people in a confined environment on an aircraft, if there's an incident on the ground... A couple of cans, mate. Mate, it is, it is fraught with danger. It's insanity that the AFL do it. Did they and make if, it back, mate? Everyone made it back. Yeah, they Clarko did. got um, flown on a special charter. But if this organisation got serious... I don't know why they just wouldn't have two planes with their own AFL pilot and they just fly whatever teams need to be flown. How much money do you think they've got, mate? They've got plenty, mate, with record TV rights. So it it just defies logic that you can't walk off in the same area of the stadium but you can be locked in an aircraft for hours on end. Mm. Crazy shit. Mm. Is that the end of your run sheet, mate? you got yeah, nothing no, else? That's, that's enough for today. You haven't got... Mate, you've barely come off the long run. No, well, I've been told that I need to kind of simmer it down a little bit. It's not good for my blood pressure or my cholesterol. Or your stye. That, that's, that's pressure. It wouldn't be good for your stye. I'm unwell, mate. I'm, a, I'm about, I'm days away from major surgery on so the eye. does that mean I'm going to be doing the podcast by myself? You could be one out talking, episode. you could be one out talking to yourself. Could be, could be the highest rating episode, mate. Um, but it might be. Thanks, Tex. Hey, listen. Yes. That lady who um, spoke. I thought you were going to tell me about Kylie Rogers. Her name's annoying me. Do you know I, who I, I thought mean? she was hyphenated, um, the, the Bulldogs president. Kylie Watson Wheeler is who I'm thinking of. That's oh, Watson no. Wheeler. No, no. That's right. So Rogers is the. Is that Tim Rogers' sister or something? Who's Tim Rogers? He's that musician. No. All right. Is that it? Done. Thank you.
Tex, have you seen the tweeters? They've been going nuts. Um, they they want to know about what's going on at Warnerville in a few weeks. What can you tell them? I can tell them. There's a party house being organised. There's a there? party house being organised and they need to book early to avoid disappointment. Mm. The punters club will be being run. The trainers are lined Has, up. Has um, Tommy, Tommy, um, Tommy from the Bull um, given you the tick off on that? Yes. Was he up and about after Friday night's win, mate? Haven't spoken to him since. We all keep a lid on it. Hey? We all keep a lid on it. I haven't <laughs> Just spoken in between to him segments since. there, you weren't keeping much of a lid on it? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> You're unbelievable, mate. The tweeters are up and about. You're taking and the piss out of our tweeters, mate. That's, that's not acceptable. Have you told the trickster we're going down there? As hey? in Tricky Ricky McIntosh. No, I wanted him to get warmed up first, mate, and do the Hamilton gig. I, I forget who he's got this week. Probably somewhere like, um, what's that other place near Kilmore where they run? Um, On a Saturday or Sunday? So, Trentham. Is that where they do Trentham? Isn't that the name of the, the place? That, um, near where? where? Trentham. Yeah, that's in New Zealand. Yeah, there's one in New Zealand as well, isn't there? Yeah, one up near Bendigo as well? What's no. the one near Bendigo? It's, um, they, they do the jumps out there. Is it Newstead? I know. No, I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, there's a jumps. There's a jumps meeting that they do out that neck of the woods, um, in the lead up to Warrnambool. I'll have to ask Mick, the bus driver, if it's up in the no, Bendigo no. region. Any chance he's sober? No, you don't, no, no. Get that fucking egg out of your mouth, mate. You're unbelievable. Um, now, there's still a question mark over the coach, mate. I know he hasn't fronted tonight. Um, about could, what? He could be protesting. Did, was it right that you said that he was heading over to New York to want to get a load of what the Donald's up to? Uh, he he has been known to travel at short notice, the coach. Yeah, yeah so is he, is he in, mate? Because he, uh, he is the, the mainstay. He hasn't That's, confirmed. They're all coming to see him. He has not confirmed. We might need to get a like an online um, petition signed, eh? One of those GoFundMe pages for, for start the coach, to whip it round, right? For for coach to come down there, we need someone in the back seat who's going to be able to to do all the betting while we're driving down there, mate. Hopefully, um, drive and bet a lot more. So you know, they, there's a big big issue with devices now, mate, with this new law that's oh, coming up, right? So a few you people, be in all sorts, a mate. few people have said to me, you need to be careful. Well, you should anyway for the other drivers on the road. Correct. Um, Responsible so, driving. Um, we're, so we're going to need to talk about talk to the trickster about being the host of the party at the house. So um, who's the unfortunate soul who's um, that Tommy's um, been able to secure the house from? I can't we're reveal. No, I can't reveal. I can't reveal. Is it, it on is. the farm, mate? Yeah, it's on the farm. It's right on the track, mate. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. That'll be easy to get we're down We're trackside. Hey? I'm just worried that I won't track be able to get up in the that morning. Could be a special segment. When I get up in the morning in the pyjamas. We can go sure. for a run around the track, mate. I won't be able to see around. over the hurdles, mate. Mm. Um, so, which of the tweeters that said they might be coming down? I know right. Bobby from the Monts decided to boycott this year's event. Has he? Well, he wasn't happy with the, the rates they were paying for um, the cows to get out there <laughs> and special guests. Apparently, he's got band camp this weekend, mate. Two plague might be able, might be able to go down there now that Porter is Davis he? are no longer with us. Is he? Why is that? He's not. He's well, not doing. He'll have less. He'll have less scaffold to put up and pull down. Has he been able to pull it down? Not sure. Actually, that's an interesting question. Right? Um, Has he been able to pull it down? No, just um, what 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 they would do in that situation at the moment. Well, the sites are locked. So, so you can't get your shit back out. No, well, the liquidators have given people some certification to say you can go and get some stuff, but the homeowners might lock people out. Mm. Right. Um, mm. 
Mate, I, I know any, a couple any of timber our... moldings lying around, mate, in the no, mate, in the driveways. No, I'll, I'll give you a bit of dowel in a second, mate. Um, let me tell you this though, mate. Um, a couple of our Carlton favourites, the Beanbag, Kim Jong from Korea, who've been notoriously quiet this season, mate. So they are well and truly keeping a lid on it. Um, just starting to rustle a little bit, mate. Just starting to get a little bit excited. Do you actually think they're any good? Carlton? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. I told you that. I said they were my big improver. And I told you who my big slider was, but I'll remind you again. The Cats? Six acres, mate. I'm telling you. I'd be selling my shares if I was um anyone who's got stock in that joint. You, so you think Carlton will beat North Melbourne on Good Friday, don't you? <laughs> Come on, mate. So then will they go over to Adelaide and beat Adelaide in Adelaide? Um... Yeah, possibly. They'll be they'll be undefeated, mate. And when they've got St Kilda. Yeah, so that'll be an interesting one. So round six, you think they'll be five and one? Five and one draw. Yeah, they won't have lost the game. Yeah, that's that's what undefeated means, mate. You got that, mate? You're struggling a bit. I know it's the end of the episode. Um But uh, we spoke about Bobby from the Mont. Um, yeah. did you hear about his Achuka trip, mate? Chasing the coin again, is he? Well, Did he go no, up and no, play? Did the cows the... play up there in well, Achuca? Went, wasn't that the the long weekend? Um, the March the long weekend. Day. Yeah, for the Labor. Yeah, the Labor Day long weekend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Achuca Cup was on the Sunday. Oh, the races got cancelled, didn't they? No. Oh no. no, no, they went ahead. No, there was um, one where they they pulled the pin. They abandoned the meeting at Achuca due to the state of the track. No, I think they slowed it down. late in the day. No, it didn't run. Oh, okay, well they might have only missed one or two, two races. But anyway, he was there. And I think he, he, he did some heavy lobbying about the playlist on the way up, mate, up the Northern Highway. Which which is quite surprising that they've now knocked back the opportunity to, to play at our house party at, at Warrnambool, mate. So I was quite disappointed. Maybe we could book them for the Christmas party. Hey? Well, possibly. That might be getting a bit ahead of themselves if they think they're going to get that. Um, but Two Planker was quite vociferous after the... Um, the two wins that, that North had was up and about. Do you know he got me, two plank got me, in a mm-hmm. bet. I said to him halfway through the Carlton-Geelong game, Carlton can't win this. And I had a Tatsolo ticket with him and he smashed me. And did he jump on the text straight after it? Don't worry about that. I was very unhappy that the Tatsolo ticket didn't pay out too. Well, I think he, his bigger issue right now is that he's... Um, he's he's trading his sons around the local leagues again. He's back up to his old tricks. You know, COVID's gone now, local footy's back up and running, and he's got the trench coat on, even though it's a bit warm at the moment, and he's just hovering. I've got um, some breaking news there. And he's tried to get his son, I think it's, um, what's that mob down there in near Werribee? The Point Cook Sharks. Yeah, I think it's Point Cook or Laverton, one of those two teams. I've got breaking news. What's that? One of them's not playing this year, not playing any football. Yeah, no, no, I know that. So, Working. Which means he's putting more pressure on the other one oh, yeah. to get the coin. Correct. Right, poor bastard. I think there's some sort of deal about whether you can get a room room, room for let there at the um, at the mansion in Werribee, mate. Hey, speaking of um, coin, have you yeah. seen what Dane Swan's doing? Is he one of our tweeters? No, no. Oh, right, okay. This will get the tweeter's attention. Will it? He's prostituting himself around local footy, turning oh, up. Yeah. Yeah, for, I, actually, I saw him wearing a local footy jumper on, on a tweet. He went to so the, that loosely counts as Twitter. He went to the clash of traditional rivals on the weekend. Who's that? Rockbank Rams versus the Melton Central, whatever they are. 
And by all accounts, it was what a, an appalling display of of any skill level by 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 both teams, and he hardly touched it. Well, what about your mate? Which uh, one? Um, um, Kane Corns. What about him? Well, oh, he's in that Carlton draft thing. Oh, so is Nathan Buckley. Yeah, I know. Which is fair effort, mate, because Bucks is fifty. Yeah, he looks in pretty good shape. He's but probably in better shape than Corno. Kane Kane is a uh, super super athlete, mate, and a great media. He can be, he can barely barely. He, he's a dickhead, mate. Is what he is. You say that, I say he's, he's the mate. best. He, uh, he's a dickhead. So let's let's finish up on that, mate. Let's agree to disagree on that. Hey, hey um, any tips for the? For the weekend, yeah, I've got a little multi for those that right, want to play out of Easter. So, um, we're going. Are you listening, Shane? Here, here we go. So just head that, to head that to win. Bonus bet. Come on, mate! It starts on Thursday night. Holy Thursday! Yeah. Those of us in the in the Hurry up, mate. Melbourne Storm win, just win. Yeah. Uh, against the Roosters. Yeah. The Rabbitohs win against the Bulldogs. Mate, this is an AFL show. The Cowboys win. Against okay. the Dolphins, and then GWS so, get the Bombers. What, the Dallas Cowboys are playing the Miami Dolphins. The North Queensland Cowboys. Oh. So shut up. Storm, Rabbitohs, Cowboys into the GWS Giants. 789, mate. Oh, lick your lips with that as you wrap it around a Cadbury We'll see you in two weeks, Tex. Only four weeks away from the bull. See you, mate. Hang on to your hat. Hmm.